Hey everybody, Blake with Marvel.com here, and we have a very, very special guest on this week's show. Introduce yourself, sir. Hey, I'm uh, David Crumholtz. It took me a second to figure it out. <laughs> I, I think I'm David Crumholtz, yeah. I gotta say, I've been having fun talking with you before we even rolled. I hope we can kind of mention a, a little, a couple bits of that on the show. But I gotta say, I've been watching your films since I was, like, we're around the same age, so I feel like I've been raised with you. It's kind of weird. <laughs> I've been in a lot of things. It's interesting, because now there's this retro, like, people, fans of mine are, like, adults, and, uh, it, whereas they used to be kids, and... I meant a lot to them, it turns out, when they were kids. <laughs> There's a whole thing on BuzzFeed about how, like, this character that I played um, in the Santa Claus oh, movies, the, yep. the, the elf, the head elf, was, like, the sexual awakening for a lot of young <laughs> girls. And I was like, boy, that God, that's disturbing. Like, why? He's an elf, A, and B. Uh, I, w- I was young. I was 16, so, like, ugh, it's so weird. But, um, yeah, no, I'm... I, I, I'm I'm, my face has practically been sewn into the great American pop culture quilt. <laughs> let's face it, and, um, and uh, yeah, I, I I just you know they put me up to bat and I just try to get the bat on the ball. <laughs> that's that's what I'm. I'll say. What would you say people recognize you from the most? I mean, numbers was around for a while. It varies. I mean, the most most people don't know what they recognize me. I'm one of those guys, mm. you know, which is annoying because. I mean, it's lovely. I'm I'm happy to get recognized. It makes my day sometimes, but a lot of times it's what have you been in, and which is a terrible just just I want to say a terrible question to ask. <laughs> it's like asking someone you know how much money they make, because what what'll end up happening inevitably is I'll say I'll I'll have to guess based on the demographic. So, you know, you I would say uh, probably you know uh, Harold and Kumar, right? Um, but if I meet an old lady, it's probably numbers. Um, but then there's, you know, there's people who I can't figure out. And so I'll end up just going through my entire resume for them. And I've had the experience twice of literally saying everything I've ever been into someone and then being like, no, that's not it. What else? What else? And I'm like, that's, it's not me. You're thinking of someone else then. I've been sitting here with you for the last 10 minutes. Like, it's embarrassing. So now I just... I just say, yeah, I've been around. You know, that's that's a good way of avoiding the question. But um, yeah, I don't know what anyone notices me more for. Whatever it is, it's all good, I guess. <laughs> well, speaking of now, you're extremely busy. I mean, sausage party, and now we're here to really talk about Ghost Team, though. Yeah. But um, first, let's start. Let's talk Ghost Team. So the, it's got a great cast. Yeah. John Heater. Um, Justin Long. Justin Long. Amy Sedaris, Paul Downs, Melanie Diaz, and myself. What yeah. inter- interested you in taking on the role? Um, well, I'd never made a... I love the genre. I've never made I've, uh, a horror movie before. And it's not a straight-down-the-middle horror movie. Obviously, it's a comedy. Um, and I kind of, you know, never... I've never got to do that. So it's like one genre I've never, like, even gotten near. So this is the closest thing to it. And it was such a funny script, and the character... Um, it, it was. I play a very, very depressed individual who is convinced that his wife was abducted by aliens. Um, and the truth is, she just kind of left him. Mm-hmm. Um, she left him, and he's in den- such severe denial that he thinks that she's been abducted by aliens. Um, so it's so out there and weird. And the chance to work with um, John Hader, who I love, and Justin, and 
everyone there and Amy Sedaris was amazing uh, I couldn't turn it down plus it was three weeks on Long Island I didn't have to go anywhere too far at least I live in Jersey so Long Island wasn't that bad and uh, and yeah it was it was it was a blast it was a total blast so three weeks is you shot the whole movie in three weeks yeah Jeez, they do it? that now they make movies for super cheap and they shoot them super That's fast. amazing and it, <laughs> yeah. it was funny I was looking at the IMDB for it and um the director it was like his second film right but he hadn't directed in eight years or something like that right yeah he directed a film uh he's he's british and he directed a film that was that had a wide release in in britain in, in uh in england and uh my mother's calling me sorry um <laughs> um and uh but yeah he he hadn't directed anything in a while i never directed um this kind of film and he had some really cool ideas um you know, they he wanted to shoot the whole film with natural light wow. at night, so all the light was ha- was having to be generated by our flashlights, and um, it's a great way of saving money too on a low budget indie is to not have a lighting uh, kit. And I'm sure they had one lighting kit, but it was probably really small. Otherwise, all the scenes are lit by the actors with their flashlights, with their lanterns. So. Um, it's just a really cool idea, and and the the movie definitely has a really cool visual aesthetic as a result. Was it so like, were, was everyone else attached before you decided to go on, or like I'm still shocked like since it being a low budget indie, but getting such a huge cast, I just can't well John that John Heater was attached, and I was because he I think he helped produce the film, and I uh, and I just really wanted to work with him mm-hmm. and. Um, because I love Napoleon Dynamite, and I just think he's funny. And he turns—he's the sweetest and funniest guy uh, in real life. Turns out, um, yeah. Um, it, you know, look—if uh, actors have th- three free weeks and there's nothing going on, it's better than being unemployed, you know. Sure. So, if someone says, "Hey, you want to go run around at night for the next three weeks and pretend to be in a horror movie, regardless of how much they're paying you or how little they're paying you or whatever," it's like. It's cool because you never know, you know, never know when a movie kind of can take uh, flight and and find life on, especially nowadays on streaming uh, uh, services and and stuff like that. The movie debuted on Google Play on July 21st, and uh, now it's out in theaters, a limited release uh, August 12th. And and it'll be interesting to see if word of mouth kind of pushes the release a little farther and they, they widen it a bit. But so you never know nowadays. You can make something that seems like the smallest thing in the world and it can become a huge hit. Is um, uh, Since it's kind of a riff on the whole ghost adventure kind of shows, uh, do you ever, did you ever watch those shows or anything? Yeah, you know, they're tough to watch because they're so... Uh, I mean, without bashing them too much, they're obviously so fake, you know, like... <laughs> um, you know, but I I actually have had my own weird little ghost experience oh, really? when I was a kid. Yeah, I, I had a Ouija board, a bad Ouija board <laughs> night. Um, with a we we contacted my sister was doing it with her friend, and I started making fun of them. And I was like, "This is so stupid." I must have been like ten, and I was like, "This is so stupid." And you're not really talking to a ghost. You're moving the you know the paddle or whatever they call that thing, and. Um, and they contacted a ghost named Irving, who, which is random, but he had died in a fire. This is what the Ouija board told us. And he's, and I was like, I was like, F you, Irving. You know, like I was like being stupid. And that night, um, my sister and her friend left, and I was alone, and my mom was out. 
because back then you could leave 10-year-olds alone. <laughs> Nowadays, it's like not cool. But I was in my bedroom. My door was closed, and I was sleeping, and my door opened. Um, and it scared me. I mean, my door went from completely closed and latched to opened, and no one was in the house, and I just freaked out and uh, turned on every light in the house in the uh, and, and just waited for my mom to come home and when she came home I was like crying I was like a ghost came his name is Irving I got I got scared by a ghost named Irving <laughs> Irving the ghost Irving the ghost yeah. um, I got a mention to Sausage Party mm-hmm. you got a huge role in it it's yeah it's gonna be the biggest thing in the world I hope so uh, yeah. <laughs> Say, I mean, we talked about it when we were walking in. It it's a like tough. Awesome. I'll tell you what. It's not a tough movie to sell for 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 what it is. Uh, but it's a tough movie to talk about because it's. Um, I can. I'll just say, be warned. It's. It's. Um, <laughs> consider yourself warned. It is the filthiest thing ever. Uh, it's also one of the funniest things ever. It's a nonstop onslaught of ridiculous. Uh, uh, filthy humor about food um and and yet the movie has like real social commentary in it and has levels and layers to it that i don't think people are are expecting it uh to have based on the trailers and whatever the trailers really don't do the movie justice if you love the trailers and i love the trailers um you're (laughs) you're in for a surprise i mean the movie is it's an it's epic it it's honestly epic uh, I don't want to give anything away other than to say, do not bring children to this movie. Uh, and if you do, you know, you might want to, you know, sign up for some family counseling <laughs> afterwards. It's it's pretty disturbing. Um, but it's so funny. I mean, it's it's it never lets up. It's funny from the first moment to the very last. Uh, last night was the premiere. It's the first time I saw it. In a with a with an audience and people were uh, literally howling, howling and clapping and screaming and but I do think there's going to be a portion of the audience of the movie that that's just going to leave really angry <laughs> because it's uh, it's very uh, it's very confrontational. So you'll see some walkouts maybe if you're. Watching. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't think I I think it's definitely not for the over seventy five crowd. <laughs> Uh, I have a feeling they're going to be a bit too prudish uh, for for it, uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's it, it's it's definitely going to invoke some very emotional responses. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Um, so um, I want to ask too. Since when you walked in, you said you kind of used to collect comic books. Yeah, big time. Any any big Marvel issues that you? Um, yeah, well, I collected everything. For, like, oh, man, I read everything. I, uh, Uncanny X-Men, X-Men, Spider-Man, The Amazing Spider-Man, Alpha Flight, X-Force, um, what else? Uh, uh, Excalibur. So I was big into the X-Universe uh, and Spider-Man. Um, and so I have a ton of those. I have like 400 comics at home from the late 80s. Uh, my most prized possessions are probably the first... Spider-Man uh, first um, print that they did like multiple covers for. They had like a silver cover and a gold cover, like gold-plated, oh, yeah, whatever yeah, it was. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Todd McFarlane d- did that. I have first um, edition, mint condition um, prints of those. Um, and then I got as a gift, um, someone gave me the first X-Men from the 60s. Wow. Um, at the first... A first print uh, mint condition so I have that at home like you know, 
in a sleeve and um I don't know how much that's worth now, but I don't plan on selling them. They're they're prized possessions. They really they got me through my adolescence, you know, like uh, from the age of probably t- 12 to 16. I, all I did was read Marvel comics. So today's a total dream come true. Like it's it really genuinely is. And I was telling you that my daughter, who's two, uh, only two, she's absolutely obsessed with superheroes, loves the Avengers, um, specifically Captain America. So um, it's uh, it's pretty cool to watch her like get into it. You know what I mean? And like she's a girl, too. So you wouldn't expect her to like be all you know into fighting and superheroes and um but she loves it she absolutely loves it yeah you showed me some pictures of her with the iron man costume it was, it was yeah awesome. she has an iron man costume uh, she has a captain america mask and a hulk mask but the hulk mask scares her um she loves the hulk but he's scary he's scary she, <laughs> but she has like so she has a love-hate relationship with him um, I assume you've been to conventions. Like, have you been to San Diego for press before? Uh, only once. I never went for press. I, I I've never gone for press. I've only gone uh, with friends. Oh, cool. um, and I went once, and it was awesome. And uh, yeah, I'm dying to, you know, be invited back because because um, it looks like a blast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you into? So you mentioned McFarlane. Are you? I guess you're more into the writing than the art, or is it kind of a mix? Um, it's a mix. I mean, I, I love. You know, like for me, when I was 12, my gods were Jim Lee, um, Todd, McFarl- Todd McFarlane, and Mark Liefeld, mm-hmm. right? I mean, the, Rob, uh, Liefeld. Uh, Rob Liefeld, yeah. sorry. And yeah, those three guys, like, you know, they drew everything. Um, I mean, you know, Jim Lee, you know, was all, X Men was all him. And, and, uh, but yeah, man, I mean, um, they, I, I, I think I was more into the art actually, because I, I used to draw like, comic book characters awesome. all my friends who were also into marvel were like you know if you if you draw a really good character and you sell sell uh if you send it to marvel you can sell it to them and i remember i i did i sent um a spec character i drew this character i learned how to draw superheroes like superhero bodies um pretty badly but i came up with a really good character named dren um who was a guy who um he instead of he was a mutant and he was born instead of blood in his body in his veins he just was pure adrenaline and the thing about him is he had one spot in his body that had blood in it and if you were if the, his weakness was if you were able to um you know draw out this one spot of blood he would die the the one spot of blood the one ounce of blood that he has keeps him alive um otherwise he's all adrenaline and he's super powerful uh super fast he can do a bunch of stuff um, and he doesn't get hurt. He takes damage, but he gets exhausted really easy. So he was he was going to be like one of the X-Men, and then he would, um, but he'd have to take breaks. So he was a superhero to have to be like take breaks. <laughs> they were like, we can't use Dren this time. He's too tired. And that was the idea. And I pitched it to Marvel, and they sent me back a letter um, uh, saying we'd love, we'd love the submission, and thank you so much. And obviously we're not taking submissions from the public <laughs> but uh it's a good idea and you know whatever and I, I was so thrilled just to get that letter i'm 98 percent sure the guy who sent you that letter still works here oh really and <laughs> if you get a tour sometime i want you to meet him face to face okay so you can tell him how wrong he was yeah that's a good character isn't it <laughs> I, I dig it yeah yeah it wasn't um, bad and the so, name the name was weird dren <laughs> a stupid name but yeah um do you have a favorite x-men character well, obviously Wolverine, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I mean, but beyond that, uh, let's see who would I love. Uh, 
you know, everyone who loves Wolverine hates Cyclops. Um, I was uh, I was really into X Force too, so I really loved Cable. Um, but yeah, Wolverine. I love Rogue. Rogue mm-hmm. was great. I love Gambit when they introduced him. Um, I'm really excited for that movie. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's about it. I mean, I love them all. That's awesome. All, yeah, David mentioned so Ghost Team comes out. August 12th. 12th. Sausage Party comes out August 12th. Anything else you want to mention before? Uh, no. Basically, my whole career is centered around August 12th. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing else happening. So, uh, no, no. There's nothing else to talk about, really. It's just those two those two things. I'm you really got a really great about. Twitter. I just Thanks, I checked it out today. It was funny. <laughs> yeah, I try. Um, well, keep it up, man. I've been a huge fan for years, and it's Thanks, an bro. honor to have you by it, the man. office. Thanks, Mike. I appreciate it, man. Uh, this is Marvel, your universe.